yourself cool i am husky i'm 15 uh <laughs> yeah yeah okay husky what do you want to talk about today um well i thought we might i don't know talk about you know living in moco or um my mom's Ethiopian and my dad is American, so we could talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Take that the sort lead. of thing. Yeah, take the lead. So, um, yeah, I'm, I grew up sort of in between Virginia and Maryland, um, spending most of, like, my childhood in Montgomery County, where you're from. So we kind of have that fun little location in common. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, but... Yeah, I come from, like, sort of the more white, hipstery aspect of MoCo, which is kind of, like, I don't know. Yeah, so, like, same place, sort of different aspects of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in the suburbs, so... Actually, it's kind of a white area, but there's a surprising amount of, like diversity and stuff in it like yeah yeah i grew up across the street from a ugandan family and stuff like that and half the kids i know are ethiopian but oh. that just might be because my mom's ethiopian too yeah no i got you i got you yeah so yeah take the take the reins i don't really know where to start because i got off work an hour <laughs> ago <laughs> yeah um hmm I'm sorry. I'm not sure where to start either. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> I probably should have prepared for this. No, I don't um, prepare for this even. It's okay. <laughs> um, well, a while ago, I was at the hairdresser, and she said, um, regarding, you know, having parents of two different nationalities, she said something that was kind of interesting. Sure. Or, well, she called somebody who had two different nationalities um, something interesting. She called her a kid that had two different parents mixed, and um, I was kind of confused because, like, she, the girl didn't look mixed, but the hairdresser's second language is English. So she replied, no, no, not like her race. Like her mom is Ethiopian and her dad is American. And I asked why it mattered because I was kind of confused. And she said that because the two different, you know, there's two different ways of raising a child in those two different cultures. So that kind of made it 
according to her, difficult for the child because the dad was apparently more lax with her and the mom was more strict because that's kind of how it is in Ethiopia, I guess. Yeah. And I never really thought of it that way before because I never really talked about, you know, I didn't even think having parents of two different cultures was odd, but I started thinking about that when um, when she said it, and I realized that it does kind of have, like, a hint of truth to it. I mean, obviously, obviously it depends on the parents themselves, not just the culture, but, um, yeah, you can definitely see, like, um, it, <laughs> I, got I don't you. know where I'm really going. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, no, definitely, I, I understand what you're saying a lot. Um, like, it's not my personal experience, obviously, but, like, I can see it reflected in a lot of my friends, like, some of whom have, like, immigrant parents, some of whom have just, like, uh, like multi-religious families specifically are sort of my big experience. Like, I... I know a lot of folks who were like, like self-identified Catholic, so Jewish and Catholic, so they have like very like two distinct ways of being raised, I guess. Like, and so you said you hadn't really thought about it before, but have you sort of like seen it in yourself recently, or have you, um, like, um, yeah, well, kind of. So a while, not even a while ago, like a month or so ago. Me, my dad, and my brother were thinking about getting a dog. And my dad is the one that grew up in America, so for him, you know, a dog is a pet for the most part. But where my mom grew up in Ethiopia, dogs weren't animals you kept in the house and treated like a kid. They were watchdogs. They guarded your house or your flocks or whatever. Yeah. So, and she said that she didn't want it there. So... I kind of figured that we couldn't get a dog, and then, and I told her this, and she was like, why not just keep it outside or in the basement, and that's just, you know, one example. Obviously, I've been living with them for a while, so I can't really come up with a trillion examples, because I don't remember all of them, but for me, that was kind of, I don't know, I guess, like, sort of an insight into how differently my mom and my dad were raised. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Um, hmm. Yeah. yeah, no. So, re-dogs, what kind of dog are y'all thinking about getting, though? Um, well, we were, at first, my brother, who is like a, or was a breed fanatic, wanted a Kavapoo, which is, I think, a mix of a poodle and a Cavalier King Charles Daniel or whatever. Like. They're tiny little gremlin-looking dudes, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, then me and my dad realized that he didn't really care about the dog that much. He just wanted a pet. So Aww. we decided we were going to go to um, a shelter and just pick out whichever one worked for us. But my mom doesn't really want a dog, so Aww. that's not going to happen. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It sucks, but <laughs> I mean, it would have been a bad environment for the dog and for my mom. So. Yeah. 
sometimes things are sad, but it's for the better. So who knows? Yeah. 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 I definitely go for it when I'm like grown up and get like fifty greyhounds or something. There's the, that. There's the dream for me. Like I'm planning to. <laughs> I usually like bigger dogs, but I have a sort of short little hound right now so I've become very attached to her so now I'm leaning toward just getting like 70 dachshunds to run around my apartment when I'm <laughs> when I'm grown um which yeah this actually brings me to another topic I want to discuss which so as you may know from knowing teenagers the um the common app went live today I've received approximately 7,000 emails about it so you're just like getting you're getting started with your, like, high school stuff. You're getting started with being a real yeah. human teenager. I'm towards the end of it. So can you tell me, like, I'm also just thinking about the movie 8th Grade because I saw it, um, <laughs> like, two weeks ago. <laughs> and I'm thinking about Is young people. Good? It was – I cried through the whole thing, but I'm also very <laughs> sensitive. So who knows? The the girl who um, – the girl who stars in it has an actual play podcast, but that's besides the point. Um, uh, so, like, what is it like starting out in um, high school or, like, because are you s- just finished freshman I'm year or just finished into, sophomore year? Yeah, I'm going into 10th grade. Oh, my God, you're a child. Anyway, um, so, like, <laughs> what what's it like being, like, what's freshman year like now, two years after I'm out of it, I guess? Two whole years. Um, well, <laughs> I got to a private K through 12, so I can't really speak on the whole, um, I don't know, like, going to a public high school from a public middle school. Look, I, I went to a private K through 8, and now I go to a private all-girls K, um, high school, so I'm in your boat here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think... For me, high school was kind of middle school, but better, because I go to a really tech-focused school, like, yeah. an iPad was one of the required materials, Yeah, but um, it was kind of restricted, like, you had to have tech, but you weren't allowed to use it outside of the classroom, Yeah, but in the high school, it's much more free, like, so the classes are in different buildings, so... It's kind of hard to monitor all the kids without having, like, a million teachers outside on the quad or something. So the kids are allowed to, like, use their technology outside of class. So, like, if you if you want to, you know, use your phone or something while you're walking to class, you can. And yeah. that was one of the biggest things for me. Like, when they told me that about the high school, I was super pumped. Because, like, I don't know, it seemed cool to be able to use your phone like during the day yeah um, but it was definitely like academically harder like I've always been kind of a bad student but I kind of got away with it because I never had you know elementary school is elementary school there's not really much homework to speak of and then middle school was pretty easy too because Again, we didn't have much homework, but then I went to high school, and, like, free time? <laughs> What's free time? I don't know. We're here. Have some homework. And that was kind of difficult for me to kind of, like, reconcile that with my sort of 
procrastination that I built up during the last two parts of my school career, I guess. Yeah, no, I totally, totally understand. I sort of skated by through middle school, all that, like first two years of high school even. And then um, this year I started just sort of like plunging down by accident. But oops, Um, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I guess that's kind of what happened. I um, I mean, I don't know about you. I'm sure you were, you're super smart, so I'm sure you were. I was not. Like gifted kids. um, Only in some parts. Um, yeah. uh, never, never math. Never math. <laughs> Barely science. <laughs> I have no idea how I got into a, an advanced, quote unquote, advanced math class because I'm like super bad at it and I never understand. But somehow, I guess through misfortune, I got into the advanced math class and. Ever since middle school, really, I've been kind of, like, floundering around, which is weird, because apparently I was gifted at it when I was little. Yeah. And there's definitely that whole, like, it's kind of overplayed at this point, but gifted kid burnout, where, like, you're smart when you're seven, so people keep assuming that until you're, like, in high school, and then you don't, like, have study skills, you don't have... Like, yeah, I guess exactly. not, you don't not have worth work ethic, but you don't like, you sort of expect to breeze by because you're given this, like, yeah, you don't know, you don't know how to work hard for anything. Yeah. Everything's come kind of easy before. Yeah. And like, it's a, um, I feel like it's very, like, especially knowing that you go to a, private school in this area I think it's really really common around here just because I um (laughs) in that particular scene just because like everyone I know at my school at other schools is kind of going through this and it's just like we're um fuck I can't speak Uh, um (laughs) yeah anyway um so it's just so comments and I know that there are like some schools um TJ in my area uh over in Nova is like known as a pressure cooker Georgetown Day which DC sort of like considered the big guy is a huge pressure cooker like I have seen people who I knew were like infinitely smarter than me just sort of like go through many breakdowns there (laughs) so I don't know (laughs) yeah I don't um, um, why do you think that's so common around here, I guess? I think, um, I mean, hmm, I think we live in, I think, <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> fun. I'm, we're, uh, we're all talking today. <laughs> I think Macau is, obviously there are parts of it that aren't really quote unquote, well off but I think for the most part a lot of us have like a really good education as younger children like you know there's yeah for me at least you throw a stone and you hit 20 Montessori schools along the way nice no same hat same hat yeah (laughs) so I think a lot of us were kind of 
started off as gifted children because you know you can teach a three-year-old three-year-old to do anything yeah then um you know you get to elementary school or middle school or whatever or even high school and you know your parents realize and your teachers and even you realize hey maybe you just got a little lucky or the you know the educational system isn't working for you anymore or whatever it is whatever causes the burnout yeah like I don't know it's just it's strange to me that like it's not only like normalized but it's sort of like I don't like it's not a meme but it's something like that where it's just like this isn't just exclusively like a DMV thing but it's um like it's feels like hyper concentrated around here because like um my school is half boarding so it's like um I I have friends who live in like Wisconsin or California or Florida or fucking Maine like wherever and like I'm like snooping on their snap on their snapchats or whatever the hell and like these people aren't posting these same things they're not like constantly posting about like oh god I'm gonna if I fail xyz I'm gonna die I'm never gonna get into fucking like I saw a freshman panicking because they got a like a like an 80 on a test I'm like I'm never gonna go to Stanford and I'm like my dude (laughs) yeah I know and it's just bizarre to me just because I don't know yeah I I don't really know about kids from other parts of the country because I go to kind of a smaller school. Um, So most of the kids either live in the DMV or are from China because we have a thing. So a lot of the Chinese students kind of have that burnout thing too. Like I remember I was in math class and... There's a girl that, according to the teacher, never gets less than 95% on her test. How? And she was worried about, I don't know. And she's in my grade, too. And she doesn't, English is her second language, and she's doing a trillion times better than I am in a class, which is kind of, like, good for her, but also, like, what am I doing? (laughs) And, yeah, she was freaking out about a test, like, word that she wouldn't do well even though a it doesn't really matter because i think it was a quiz actually not a test and b she always does well she has no reason to think she wouldn't do well and i think that um i don't know maybe it's just because yeah the dmv is weird yeah knows how to raise their children right yeah like I, I was raised well but I also do cry over school at least three times a week so <laughs> who knows um yeah I don't know yeah. it's it, it's a weird weird place um to grow up I guess yeah um I don't know I'm very sleepy shit um <laughs> Sorry, is it okay if I swear? I don't want to, like... Yeah, okay, some people have gotten annoyed at me before. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Fuck. I can't... 
speak like a human anymore. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I I do this for I do this for a living at this point. I don't know how I'm. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. I don't know. So how uh, how do you do, fellow fellow kid? Um. Yeah. Uh, So what are you like into lately? Like what's something you're really like loving lately? Um, trying to keep a positive space. <laughs> well, recently I've so got this is so bougie, but my room, not my room, sorry, my house has like an extra guest room that we never really use. And my old bedroom had like a Jack and Jill bathroom with that I share with my brother but not working so me and my mom decided to move into the extra guest room but it's super outdated so I was or I am redesigning it so I've been kind of getting into interior decorating oh for some reason no that's fun that's fun yeah yeah it's pretty fun except money sucks and everything good is also expensive capitalism i guess yeah but it, it's fun like what are you what are you like doing to the guest room i guess um well right now um we're waiting to get some contractors over here so we can paint the walls gray because that's pretty cool looking yeah because right now they're like this old old green color and that's not working at all. And then I was also thinking of doing, like, okay, so the room is split in half, almost split in half by a shelf. And on one side of the shelf is my bed. And I was thinking on the other side, I might have, like, a reading nook with some floor pillows and stuff like that. But, again, money is a thing. Floor pillows are expensive because they're big. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to convince my mom to buy me a sewing machine so I can make them myself, but she doesn't seem very convinced yet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Everything's yeah, fun all the time. All right. So because I'm not speaking like a human, I'm going to wrap <laughs> this up. Um, so I, I have sort of my fun little like ending stinger question, which it, it's not a stinger. It's a softball. Or some people find it hard. Oh, well. Um, what's a song that you feel, like, really describes you right now? Um, hmm. Probably, um, Marceline by Willow. Oh, my God. I, I love that can't. song so much. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's such a banger. It's, um, it's a good tune, you know? Yeah, it really is. There's a part two? Sorry, I was I was Spotifying it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't listened to this album in forever. How did I not remember that? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, talk about it, because it's a, it's a great tune. But, yes. Uh, sure. Um, well... It's not really one of those deep songs or anything, or not to me anyway, but um, a lot of it's about, like, I guess, Willow's 
sort of dissatisfaction with like Gaia or whatever and like her current life and Earth and the state of event, current state of events and stuff like that. And I just really relate to that. I mean, like, the world is so messed up, you know? And like, it's so hard to do anything about it because like, especially when you're just one person, one kid that can't even drive a car. Yeah. So I just really relate to the sort of, you know, sort of, I want to get away motif of the song. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It It's a very, like, relatable song in that factor, and it's also very relatable because I was very gay for Marceline the Vampire Queen as a child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As were we all. All right, so I'm going to stop recording. When I woke up this morning,